all you kind hearts. We are going to do a quick one today. I'm just going to pop in, say, hey, and then we're going to get you to the episode. So enjoy. Last week on Journeys Adrift, situations in space got a little dicey. Look, on the bright side, after this combat, you'll all be dead, and we won't have to worry about starship combat ever again. Conversation didn't last very long. Identify yourself and your purpose. Collecting what you stole, and she insta-comps. <laughs> okay, guys. I think we can diplomacy out of this, guys. On either side, you have what we want, and we won't stop. You may continue to run if you wish. I'm sorry. I have no idea what you mean. I end communication. And the crew finally found what they've been looking for. It is, for all intents and purposes, within the possession of one of Queen Alithia's soldiers. Oh, goodness. Now, let's go join the crew. And we're back. Yeah, Syrup was interrupting our statistics conversation again. It's true. You guys went back to the statistics conversation. I was like, oh, the video's over. Oh, no, I gotta go back. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Nothing nothing against statistics. But now's not the time for statistics unless the statistics involve dice rolling, waffles, this conversation with Vivi. I I demand answers. Well, you have to wait for the answers for just a little bit. We got two things to take care of. One... The lead box, I want to explain a little bit better about how it works, just so you all know. It essentially keeps Grace's signal in. It takes a minute for Grace's signal, like her to be out of the box, for her to like project the signal far enough for it to actually matter. It also takes a minute for her to integrate with the ship. So basically, if you want her to integrate with the ship, she will be boosting signal everywhere. Signal boost? Yep. It is a risk. Understood. That's the first thing. Aside from that, I don't think I told people on the stream last time or on podcast, but we got a bunch of level three PCs in here. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh I'm OP now. <laughs> so we're yeah. gonna go through Do something about it real quick and give us our give us y'all's uh the the best things that happen during the level up. And we'll start with Sir. We're starting with me. Okay, 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 okay. Well, I had a tough decision to make, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did something very interesting this level. As y'all know, I've been a technomancer and I very thoroughly debated multiclassing. And Starfinder multiclassing is pretty interesting. It uh, mechanically can shoot you in the foot if you're not very careful, you know, every, the way things are balanced in combat and stuff like that. But then I thought to myself, I didn't build Zeha for combat anyways. <laughs> so what could possibly go wrong? Famous last words. So I took one level in Envoy as a class. There's reasoning for it. So for me, um, game-wise, Ze- like we all leveled up after that Starship combat experience. That Starship combat experience really forces Zeha into the captain role plus everything that had just happened on the Adari, it was kind of like she has been trained, spent her whole upbringing focused on technomancy and like honing her skill. And now she's out in the real world and realizing like she needs to rely more, at least this crew relies more on her charisma and some other interesting skills and facets. 
So I thought it made a lot of story sense for her to take one level in Envoy for now. What it mechanically does is basically makes every single skill now a class skill, except for survival. All of my skills are class skills. Um, so now my bluff is at a plus six. My diplomacy is at a plus six. Like, I actually can make a little bit of a difference here with with some of that stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have someone that can talk to people. <laughs> Tetsu's been here the whole time. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but then with, with that, some of the abilities that I get is as expertise, which kind of goes really conveniently hand in hand with my like technomancy because I get expertise in computers, which adds a D6 to my computers checks on top of my plus 10 computers and expertise in sense motive because we're sorely lacking in sense motive because Dr. Len apparently never told us that he could sense motive. <laughs> I have like a plus like 12 or something. To every skill you have. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that at the time. <laughs> but no, that's, I mean, I need to judge people a lot. So it's cool. It's cool. But yeah, then took the not in the face envoy uh, special thing, which is very, very appropriate for Zeha. Uh, so it's a minus four penalty to all attacks against me until the end of my turn when I do it. Uh, because I'm like, oh, come on. No, this is a new outfit. No, don't shoot me. Is, is there like a save involved or is that just like something you could do? It cost me a move action and then it is a will save. Hmm. So not not a bad. Not horrible. Please don't shoot me. No. <laughs> no. Not in the if Dr. Len took that ability for some reason, because he's all face, would that just make him immune to damage? <laughs> Not in the bell. Face, yep. jerk. A fair question. A fair question. And then I took many-handed master for my feet, because I'm honestly, every four-handed, like, possible feet I'm going to take. That's my new There's goal. so many of them. It's ridiculous. The four hands. There's so many. Yeah, there, there are so many. Where's it. all the two-handed people's feats you know where's the computer skill or engineering <laughs> skill feats like come on to be fair i get the android stuff so there you go there you go no but so so to give a little insight into what many-handed master is four-handed hacker before it just makes me hack twice as fast this one after watching moat basically get grappled right and like not be able to do anything about it i know that we made some homebrew rules to, to help with that as well but i thought it, it just made sense for if I have four hands, as long as I'm not flat-footed, paralyzed, staggered, like like anything that makes me not able to, it's a plus two bonus to my KAC against combat maneuvers. So like someone tries to grapple me, I just have too many hands, can't, can't catch me, <laughs> uh, which I think is hilarious flavor. So if it's not obvious, everything I pick is for the flavor of my character. But that's it. Perfect. Let's go to moat. Perfect. Well, I had a uh, quick comment on the whole stuff with Len. Not the bell instead of the face. You know, if you use Len as cover and you don't take damage as a result, are you saved by the bell? <laughs> All right. All right, bye yeah. All right. We're gone. <laughs> you are now level two. Perfect. <laughs> Moat went for the extremely um, simple decision to take an additional level in mechanic. Just keeping on with the bonuses that come with it, getting the overload feature, so now I can short-circuit most devices and cause them to go basically non-functional for a round, once a minute per item. Uh, and if it's something that somebody's wearing, say if I want to shut off someone's, well, I don't know, oxygen mask, 
device, then um, they have a chance to not let that happen. But, you know, it can happen. I can do that either by myself or I can send Wasp out there to do it himself. I also took the double tap combat feat. So in a kind of opposite vein to Zeha, Moat is trying to be more effective in combat situations, um, seeing as how he was <laughs> they were completely outclassed in various situations. Double tap basically allows me to expend an additional charge of ammunition in order to deal my level, uh, since I'm specialized in small arms, as additional damage, as well as giving me a little bit extra two-hit bonus. Wasp got some upgrades as well. Wasp, I gave uh, enhanced senses, so now Wasp has dark vision uh, in its camera, and it has the deadly aim feat, so it can take a penalty to hit in order to deal a little bit of extra damage with any of its rounds. So this will be fun. Nice. Perfect. Hype. And I'm, I'm grateful uh, Moat is trying to be more effective in combat, because I, <laughs> I literally could not be less effective in combat. <laughs> You'll make a good meat shield, Zeha. You could be. I mean, I, I have my spells. I just mean, like, in this level up, I have not gained any new spells or anything like that. But whatever, whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> All right. What did Tetsu get? Well, Tetsu hits harder now. So that's great. He can take more reactions. So waffles, please give them to me. And because his, he doesn't have, you know, enough of a health tank already, I took a feat that Tetsu's not aware, but he is chock full of nanites that. He doesn't know where they came from or how they're there, but he can essentially repair himself whenever he takes damage to his actual uh, hit points. So You're going to need that. <laughs> after seeing everybody, uh, or we were down essentially a party member in a fight, it'll be good to have a little bit more HP to go through. So that's really it uh, that I get for Vanguard. For sure. Dr. Lin. Oh boy, oh boy. Um... Dr. Len's upgrades aren't quite as interesting as everyone else's, sadly. The, the coolest thing is probably that once per day, I can combine two of my uses of random crap to inject into people and, like, turn two things into one and then shoot that into somebody. Of course, if I miss, that means I just blew two of my uses of injecting crap. But, you know, that's why uh, the feat I took gives me a plus one to hit, just kind of base with long arm weapons. Because Dr. Len is useless when he can't hit, and he's not very good at hitting things, so we need to start cranking those numbers. And also, I have, like, half my level in bonus damage on, like, needle guns that can inject people. Very strangely specific yeah. feature that uh, my class gave me. Uh, but that's kind of sick. Otherwise, that's it. All right. Then last but not least, we got Aizen. What's up, Aizen? Aizen's stuff is pretty straightforward. He does more damage. He got weapon, weapon specialization for every weapon type he could possibly use, which for a soldier is all of them. So he adds his level in extra damage to every attack. Unless it's like small weapons, then he adds just half his level in damage. In terms, I've got a plus six to damage for my sword now, which is really the only important thing. I got some new skills. I got my flying up because we did that dogfight and he did very well. So he's now max level in, in piloting. He also took an extra point in sense motive because he asks a lot of weird sense motive questions. And so yeah. I now have a plus one in sense motive so that I can maybe figure things out. I think anyone with some slightly political background should immediately get like plus, at least plus one sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the cherry on the ice cream, as it were, is uh, 
my feat that I took, which is Jet Dash, which basically turns me into Superboy. So I can leap far distances and do some fun shenanigans with movement speeds. That's going to be fun as we play things out. And he got that from absorbing power from the ship's core as we were quickly trying to boost away from that orc lady. And now our ship can't fly anywhere. Thank you, Isaac. Yep. <laughs> Why did you short our ship? <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're in Castorville for a while. It's fine. We'll get a jump. It's fine. I'm glad you, you maxed out your piloting skills because we have nothing to pilot. No, kidding. <laughs> I have a question about like kind of leveling up and funky, you know, feats and stuff. If that's oh, cool. Boy. Okay. Hit me with it. So when I created Len, I took a funny little feat that gave me a plus two to life science and medicine. And being silly Olivar, so um, I forgot that bio Biohacker gives me that anyways at level three. So now I have a useless feat that's just sitting here all sad, and it's making me sad waffles. So <laughs> is there a way to retrain feats? Tell or no. are you just going to keep making me sad? That pitch. <laughs> I mean, well, Dr. Len has like eight feet, so he's just sad. He's big sad. Actually, they're ambulatory tentacles waffles. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. There is a retrain. Uh... Yeah, yep. there is a mechanical way to do this. Yeah, so there's uh, mnemonic devices, which allows you to... So the way Starfinder does it, I kind of like it. I've heard it referenced as you only have so much space in your brain, so you have to get rid of some of the old stuff to put more in there. Another way to think of it that makes me like it a lot is in Pathfinder, when you retrain, do you really think you forget that old feat? Like, why, do you, why, why does it go away? Like, you knew it, so why does it just go away? And so basically in Starfinder, there's a mnemonic device you pay for that deletes the memory of the old feet, like any memory you had of that old feet, so you can put another one in there. Oh, okay. That's weird. That's what the device is. It's like a level 5 item, 500 credits, I think. What we're going to do, I think, and it just kind of makes sense to me in the story and... uh We'll say that you guys figured it out in your downtime coming to VV, but you haven't really had the time to explore it. Probably when you were taking Grace out and putting her in the lead box or something, Moat or Zahar, or maybe all of you, since you all help on computers checks and stuff, figured out that like Grace has the ability to kind of act as a mnemonic device. So basically what I'm going to say is anytime you have like 24 hours of downtime on the ship and Grace is out of her lead box... She can do it for you. You can retrain oh, one feet. Okay. It's nice. a trap. Interesting. Only one person, and then it's down for a week, so you can't just keep doing it. And then, besides that, you can go buy a mnemonic device. Like, those are still available, so you can go spend 500 credits if you want to retrain, too. Holy crap, Grace is OP. Grace is OP. <laughs> She's an AI that's OP for some reason. Yeah, weird. Sounds, Sounds like her campaign space around it. Guys, if you hmm. just take her out of the <laughs> weird, box, right? you can retrain a feet. Ain't that cool? <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. Just got to take her out of the just box. Just take your 24 <laughs> hours of non-space combat to retrain a feat. Like, having Grace in that lead box is kind of like putting a party member just like, here, you live in this box now, and we'll take you out when you're useful. You get in the bag of holding. We can just go into the box with Grace. We'll make a bigger lead box and go in that. I was thinking we need to just plate the starship yeah. in lead. That's yeah. what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> All of our, but like, mental faculties just go down. <laughs> Maneuverability. Lol. <laughs> Guys, let's go looking for, like, <laughs> asteroids made entirely of lead so we can, you know, code our ship in it. This is, No, that yeah, is our ship. just run your spaceship through it, and easy. <laughs> I've You'll heard be Mercury might be a good alternative, like, just kind of a nice coat of it. 
Just lead paint? Just 60,000 coatings of lead paint? You guys are in the middle of this call. VV ends you with that line. Basically, we're picking up where VV tells you that one of the Queen's Royal Guard has, or took, obviously she doesn't know he he currently still holds it at this very moment, but took the data pad in which the information is on. I'm sorry. Took... We're going to need some context on the situation to know how we can get that back. Or how you can get that back. Yeah, I think it's you a look at when you said the first one <laughs> until you said the second. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped the gun, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't get it back. They're, they're not allowing our type into their cities at all. VV, we know you by VV and nothing else. What is our type? Context, anything, information, let's go. She ends the call. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that tracks. I'm That's sorry, about right. Ghosted, really? <laughs> Zeha is the good cop. She doesn't want to get called by Eisen. It will not go well. <laughs> uh, she sits there for a second. She goes, there's some of the elves that don't believe so much in seclusion and keeping everyone else away. Uh, we call ourselves the Free Watch. And yes, we one of our small villages got raided by the royal guard approximately a day day and a half ago uh this was one of the things taken the many things i should say i don't even know if they know what they have but it's just password secured so they'll eventually get into it where would we uh where were were we a day ago like the the timestamp. what were we doing at that time Shortly after the Adari. Within one week of the Adari. I forget if we said six days, honestly. But I think I did roll the 1d6, so. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. But we had Within yeah, a week of the here. meeting of the Adari. Yeah. Okay. Noting that, but obviously not saying anything about it. Tetsu starts putting on his armor. So you said password protected. Yes. It's just a data pad with critical information. What's the source of the data pad? What would they think they have with this information? They took a lot of things. I don't think they would think they have anything unless they get into it, and then it's a drift beacon. Uh, not like the beacon itself, but it's a code that would send you to a drift beacon. Like So when you're going through like the vast or far space, you don't know the location of every drift beacon possible. You have to like know certain codes. Like You can actually drift travel to beacons inside the drift if you know codes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay, sorry, I, I may have missed one thing. What What is the connection to Drift Beacons? That's what the data pad that's is. What's on, that's what's on this data pad. It's like, it's like a, f- basically think of like an IP address plus a frequency. Yeah. Wait, so is that what we were expecting or we didn't know we that didn't know prior idea. to this? Arvin specifically said that we'd only be stopping here and then we'd go yeah. somewhere else. So we knew that we wouldn't be here for very long. So it would be like something along these lines is within parameters. We have been basically told this person has stuff for you. Go talk to them. Yes. Do you have the code that you could just share with us then? I do, but it's not going to get you anywhere without the frequency. And no, I don't have that. Can I motion for Zeha to like pause it for a second? Like, like mute, like not like, like not end the call, but yeah, just like yeah. mute it for like half a second. Are we on video? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say unless otherwise termed like most calls are video. Okay, then I will do so. What One moment, Vivi, give us a second to discuss. And I'm going to like mute us. I'm going to not leave the frame. Like my mouth is covered anyway, so it's not like anybody can read lips, but right. go ahead. Sorry, just interrupt saying we're on video. Uh, this elf... She has 
very long brown hair. Uh, you can see from like her hands coming up that she has pretty fair skin, like uh, like pale skin. She's looks like she's wearing some very fresh leather armor, and then she has a mask of like a. It looks almost like a like you know those like old ceramic mask of like a wolf face or a fox face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She has she has a mask like that. What animal? I would like to observe the roots uh, it, of her It hair. looks like lupine or something. Uh, okay, the roots. They're rooted. Are they green, perchance? <laughs> make a perception yeah, check. Yeah. Mossy? I smack the screen to make sure it's not, like, color corrected. <laughs> a 23. Yeah, they're, oh. they're green. You mention mm. it, and you see her, like, brush her hair, and it, a piece of grass falls out. Ah, damn. <laughs> okay. Close. Codename so uh, L activated. No, they are not green. <laughs> Tetsu will just go... If she cannot go to where this datapad is because she is not one of their type of elves, how are we going to go to where this datapad is? To, to go off that, I, I nod in Tetsu's direction and say, can we just ask her to get it again? In the background. Like, she got it from somewhere. Tetsu's tugging on like a bootleg. That's fair. I will, like, looking around, like, I'm nodding at all of you, but, like, does anybody else say anything before I unmute? I agree. Like, it's, it's really... Yeah. Maybe ask her if they're accepting outside visitors. Don't think gods are in our favor. No. Given what they are, I doubt that, but yes. Um, very well. Now, really quickly, can I also, uh, having like looked at her face on video, can I make like a culture check or something to try to identify what this mask represents? Like, is this a uh, representation of the free watch? Okay. Yeah, you can make me a culture check. I'd also like to make a check, but on her background, 31. if I could. On her back, like, where she is? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I want to make a weaponsmith check to be like, are they gearing up for war? Or, like, like what's going on there in terms of, like, what we can see in the background? Actually. Sure, go and give me a weaponsmith. Can I make a culture 31 check on, for my culture. on whether, like, the Free Watch has relationships with, like, underground elements? Like, people sure, I would deal with? Sure, give me a culture with? check. I want to know, like, my culture check also is, is to do with the free watch. Like, is that something I've heard before? Is this mask related? All that good stuff. For sure. A big nine. Okay. Tetsu, you have no idea. You've never heard of the free watch. Aizen, you're 15. It doesn't look like they're gearing up for war. You see that her leather is, like, it's very fresh, but it is, but it is worn, if that makes sense. Like, it's not brand new. They didn't just give it to her. And that leads you to believe, like... Noticing her background, you see some, like, the the walls itself looks like it's, like, you see trees and, like, some limbs and stuff. And you get the sense that they're probably further out from cities, like, the, these people, and that they're hunting. Like, wearing, they're, they're probably living like the old elves that you heard of. And, like, they're, they're not Starfinder elves. It's kind of, like, for lack of better words, is what you're getting the sense of. They're hippies, got it. Basically, yeah, they're they're out hunting and stuff, and I mean, hunting in Starfinder, like, it's, you're not gonna run into wolves, you're gonna run into flying creatures with eighteen tentacles. Like, why don't they just synthesize their food? That's ridiculous. Hunting <laughs> <laughs> savages. Zeha, you're thirty-one of culture. The first thing you get the sense of very quickly is that she is proper. Like, she is a proper person. Like, probably of some kind of royal family or something whether that's like she was a maid there and she just learned or she's been through training or whatever she's she's at least you're proper if not more second thing the mask you the best thing you can come up with you think it covers her face third you've never heard of the free watch which again would strike you as slightly odd 
like, because you've heard of a lot of things, even like on Casterville. Okay. Unmuting ourselves, I turn back to her. If you're unable to reacquire the information that we are supposed to be provided, fortunately, I don't believe that we would be able to go in there any more than you. Is there another way to reacquire the information that you previously acquired? There is not. That is information I got from... You see her, like, hesitate for a second. My past. That's, that's information I had before I became part of the Free Watch, and I have I no longer have access to those ties. As far as getting in, I, I plan myself to be within the city in two days. And you, like... Everyone make me a perception check that's watching the screen. Natural 20 for a 26. Damn it, Flynn. Well, 15. It's not my fault you suck, dude. Oh, no, 28. 28. Dang it. <laughs> 21. I'm waiting for the bad rolls to come fly. All right. Dr. Lin, Zeha, and Tetsu, you all see, like, even under her mask, that obviously the eyes are showing. And you see her eyes kind of, like, light up almost like excitement or something as she's talking about being in the city in like two days and she goes though the city is closed and if you normally come in or out especially by spaceship they're gonna take your names down all that stuff they're still they're harder than they've ever been and i hate it but in two days is the revel night festival it's and I, like you can hear it in her voice now she's like it's a beautiful festival it's amazing there's lights everywhere uh it's a city-wide like masquerade but that's the best part of it is this is the one night that they allow basically any races no questions asked you're allowed in by a certain time the city is locked down and then everyone is ushered out after can i make a sense motive check because this sounds like a like a freedom fighter group and she's excited about going into the city Sounds like it's going to be an purge. opportunity for Tetsu to get. Ex- Never mind. I rolled a four. It does sound like a purge. <laughs> uh, I what I will do is roll over Zeha's culture check since she did get like a thirty-one, and kind of tying it into Casterville. You have heard of the Revel Night. You've less heard of the exact connotations of what this is. Like you don't know it's a masquerade and everything, but she told you that. But you have heard of jokes kind of going around the Adari of, yeah. All the half elves are from Revel Night, and like it's just like it's like a joke uh, that goes around, and that kind of, like what she's saying kind of clicks. Okay, okay. It's gonna be a good night, guys. Do they check incoming and outgoing starships on Revel Night, or simply the city is free? Yes, they do. They do check starships coming in and out. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to dock there, but I could get you down here kind of where we are at the free watch uh, and just you see she's hesitating like i said i'm going into the city i need other things from that data pad so it is in my interest as well to get it you can get us down to the free watch anonymously it won't be the easiest thing but yes do you have mass <laughs> we can acquire mask easy enough good i do not have one uh well you can't see her mouth but like Zeha, like, expecting Tetsu's, like, lack of culture and, and that kind of thing. Like, she she la- turns her head and, like, laughs, but then uh, looks up. And, and she's, like, eyeing Vivi this whole time. The curiosity is piqued when you said that she has been carrying herself very properly. So 
the moment kind of passed, but I wanted to like when she said to go into the city and and this kind of stuff. I wanted to like try to think how to do it very well. If you're able to get us down anonymously, I'm sure your past will be useful to navigating the city. And I say very casually, but like uh, pretending that I know. Okay. And yeah, you see her like in a way that you normally wouldn't notice, but you definitely do. She very like easily brushes it off and says, well, yes, I've used to be in the city, as did most. I'm referring to specifically getting the data pad back. Do you know where they keep their findings from these raids? Uh, that's kind of the perfect uh, part of this. I mean, obviously getting it stolen wasn't perfect, but it's Revel Night, and I know that the Queen very specifically has a scientist that she visits in the city. Queen herself? Yes. And you see her, like, see some of the looks on the screen that we're seeing now, and she goes, this is uh, Cord- Cordona. That is where the Revel Knight is held, not the capital, where the Queen usually is. Now, did did this data pad come from this scientist originally? You mentioned you used to be in the city, and the data pad was tied to your past. I didn't take it from the scientist. Not what we were asking. Did it originate from the scientist? No. May I sense motive her? Sure. Yeah. 26. Ooh, That's there goes that. one from me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There's the bad There's rolls. <laughs> Where? I don't, I don't see him. <laughs> Show. <laughs> Zaya, you got no clue. She just says no and like shrugs it off. You're like, okay. Uh, Dr. Lynn, as she says no, you don't hear much in the voice, but you hear this underlying like maybe in her mind, like she has a reason to believe it could come from the scientist, but she also doesn't know. Yeah, alright. Perhaps there's uh, some more missing information here. You mentioned the scientist and you mentioned, when I mentioned where the data pad would be going from the raid, what is the connection to this scientist? Well, it's a protected data pad, not well protected that a scientist couldn't get in, but I don't imagine any of the Queen's Guard can even get past my protection, so. I see. So Queen Elithia will be there? I imagine so. I, I have no reason to believe that she would. She has been every year. What information do you have about the scientist and where he resides or they reside? He is a human. He resides... <sighs> Somewhere within Cordona, uh, I think in the embassy section of Cordona, which is where the queen would be anyway. I'm not exactly sure what buildings or anything that would be part of the information gathering that we would do. And she says we as like a collective group as if you're coming with her. Looking kind of around the screen, I just kind of with one raised eyebrow, I'm just going to silently take a poll, so to speak, as I look at everybody like... Tetsu finishes putting Eisen, on the armor. Whatever, what? <laughs> she she doesn't she just glances over you and keeps going. <laughs> yeah, uh, before the poll gets taken, I'll throw out some information that all of you would probably know. If this really is a data pad with like a drift beacon and a frequency, there's other ways to get there if you knew where you were going. So you could always attempt to get that information and not go to Casterville if you wanted. You know that is a like just you know how drift travel works therefore that's a possibility the problem is you don't know where you're going 
She has half the information, though, right? She said coordinates without frequency. So coordinates is is the where. We could try to take those coordinates and and figure it out from there. You have to get frequency like from somewhere else, like just somewhere else, probably within the packed worlds or something. Like it it would be a not a big lead, but it would be a lead if you really didn't want to go to Casterville. Is this like a like a database search type thing, or are these like carefully controlled? Yeah, the the frequencies and stuff themselves are like. They're definitely not database things where just anyone can get them. Uh, a lot of churches from like Triune might have those kind of frequencies and stuff. They're also not just going to hand them out. They're pretty protected information because otherwise just entire fleets of ships could show up at a planet in one second and take them out. Fair enough. Were you going to add other pieces of information? Uh, I mean, just the normal stuff that you guys all know is my place. Like, you can... If you didn't want to follow this whole thing for the Starfinder Society, you can always head back there as well. I was ready like, to go. You, since there, you those are your there. possibilities. Is go down to Casterville, go try to get the frequency somewhere else if you can get this information from her, or go back to the Starfinder Society and say, this isn't worth my time. Alright, so silent vote. What is Aizen looking like? Aizen is suspicious, but he's willing to attempt it. Like, he's, he's given you the look of, like, this is what I expected to happen, but I also expect things to go horribly, horribly wrong. So it's yep. it's kind of a risk-reward thing. Uh, Dr. Len? Um, Len is thinking that it's probably going to be better to get that tablet thing back so that more people don't know where we're going and we don't have tailors. Uh, but he's also trying to figure out how he would wear a mask. And what the purpose of a mask would be on him. <laughs> we could dye you a different Fair color. Enough. That would work. That sounds extremely... Uh, we could uh, drape a sheet over you and you could be a big ghost. <laughs> how do how do Syphozoans recognize each other? Is it by color and like... Wait, you think we all just look the same? Oh, wow. <laughs> Typical. No, I'm, I'm asking the exact yeah, opposite. Oh, is yeah, how do you okay, differentiate? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bell shape, obviously. Patterns in the fluid. My goodness. I, I'm not even going to dignify that with a Sorry response. Sorry for asking. Because I know, <laughs> but I'm not sharing. Mo, what's your facial expression like? Very neutral. Just kind of... Though Mo is But I, I turned to look um, at you. Yeah. Mo does want to ask a question of either Vivi or uh, Zeha. He, they're not sure exactly which way to go with it, but... Moat is definitely silently leaning towards going. Moat definitely wants to just, you know, see what's up. So the only reservations Moat has is, so uh, once we, you know, ransack the Queen's traveling party for this data pad, how are we getting out? Yes. Vivi, should we be doing this? You mentioned you had a way to get us onto Castroville. Without, yes. Yes, I assume you would get out the same way. Can we have a bit more information to understand the timeliness of the matter? No. Are we leaving our ship in orbit? You will be landing, and you'll be taking your ship out. I'm referring more to Cordona. Very well. I mean, two disguises? (laughs) She shrugs. Unfortunately, I think we won't know until we commit to the plan. Uh, reconnaissance is going to need to be made. 
and I'm pulling this from Vivi saying like we're gonna figure it out and she kind of speaks up at this point Cordona's the easy part as long as we're there by the time they open the doors and floods of people come in from witch weirds to Kasata to whatever you are and she points at Aizen <laughs> you can't nice. pick it up on the microphone but I definitely Zehad right next to can just hear the grinding of stone just the, the light ever so like just like the lightest grinding of stone as he, his face doesn't change but you can just hear Zeha his smiles jaw. at this she appreciates the comment <laughs> and that tone read very clearly of like I don't know what you are but I've seen you like on Revel Nights it was it was like a like You've been there before. You specifically. Uh, not, not you yourself, but like your, your, your type of people. I know you. But she's like, Cardona's the easy part. They open up the doors. People flood in. It's a no questions asked night. There's guards around, but you're not going to get searched in or out unless somebody knows that something happened with the queen. So insight into what Zeha's thinking, because we went around, like for me, we might be able to risk taking half of the information and finishing that information with one way or another like trying to trying to get the rest of it but there is a component of this that she feels that will it'll get more information by by going um which is how does this vv who seems to be connected to royalty in l right the capital um, and Queen Alithia, how is she connected to Grace? And maybe even finding a little bit more information there in this specific situation will give us some more to work with on background and, uh, and other stuff, which seems to be invaluable. So I'm leaning towards doing it. I would like, and I would motion again just to quickly mute. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you, I, I've I've seen you do interesting things before with touching the fungus and whatnot. Could you or Moat hack remotely? Could we just stand near the guy's house and take the information that way? Not that remotely. Um, I can be near information and identify the type of information something holds. So if I'm near the datapad, I can confirm that it has relevant information. Uh, but not rooms away. Simply near. What about Wasp? He, he leans back or down wherever Moat is. <laughs> Wasp can, of course. It's not very subtle. Uh, you know, it, Wasp would be easily detected, so... Uh, I'm working the on solutions to that, but, you know, for now, it's... You know, directly hacking would be a bit conspicuous, and I don't particularly care to lose Wasp again, but it could be done. I could control wasp directly i, I do have remote operation that's the only other thing i can operate things from a distance but that's again limited resources excuse me sorry i just had an idea so we, we just need to get into the scientist's house right potentially uh, I, we don't know all the information but supposedly continue what what say that that is the goal maybe you know one or two of us preferably me could strike up a conversation about i don't know what this guy is into but you know science start chatting him up to how much i love his research or something we can google his name i guess and like well talking about science you get into the computer thing you know then we're out absolutely no uh 
once we reconnaissance, as Vivi said, and it's time to form a plan, I love where your head's at, Dr. Lin. And she's like... I think you meant Belle. Weirdly, like, just... (laughs) Yes, but I didn't find it necessary to correct, but thank you. (laughs) Um, And you see her, like, weirdly... Not super weirdly, but, like, she just very, like... It sparks joy that you're, like, thinking like this, like, a little bit more uh, outside the box. And and, uh, you've been very lawful up until now. And just seeing this side of you is uh, amusing. (laughs) Neutral good, baby. (laughs) Has he been lawful? Has he? I'm not sure. He has. He was the only one that was like, well, we shouldn't do that to uh, what's-her-face Nanal. Like, you, he was the most lawful when we were inter- dealing with Nanal. I mean, you all want to perv on Nanal. Len respects woman, okay? That's all, all I'm saying. I'd say Tetsu, Tetsu and, and, and Len have probably been the most lawful, but and in some things. Yeah, Leave my lungs sure. out of right, this. So I will unmute one last glance around everybody. All right, so how are we landing? Perfect. And at that point, you see... So you guys have been here having this kind of video call, this hailing call and everything, and you watch her background like flicker and flicker out and you see behind her a spaceship at the same time that your sensors pick up a spaceship. I was about to say two feet from you. Obviously not two feet from you, but it's very close as you... What? It's close enough that you can see it and you watch her spaceship become like uncloaked <laughs> Shit. No, it's the FBI. no, fuck that, no. It's a rather tiny They're locking weapons. But she says, I do believe that I can, with some good piloting, get you down undetected. We all look tight. I just raise an eyebrow to Aizen. You Think mean you can come handle on it? board and fly our ship for us? No, not at all. I mean, you followed me. I can follow wherever. It will require a bit because I'm not going to risk myself, I will be cloaked. So you'll have to keep a scanner on me. That's fine. Vivi, you're here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're here on the ship. Yes. You care to explain the discrepancy in the story? What discrepancy? Things being stolen on world. They were. I just raised my eyebrow. In your, in your mind, you're here. We'll be ready to follow. I, I think they had a ship ready to, you know, meet us up here. To go back to the planet? Maybe. It seems weird. Okay. Okay. Basically, you guys know you're going to need probably engineering, science officer, and pilot at the very least. Uh, obviously, you don't think you're going to need a gunner. And captain can still push. We're going to be in a basically a very faux kind of initiative for about three rounds. I will say, while we're being led down, like, once the connection drops or whatever, I will say we should contact Arvin to make sure the society knows what we're doing. I don't think they want to know. Oh, I don't. I don't want them to know. I don't think we're going to be sending up arbitrary signals while we're on a planet being incognito. Right, this is before, right before they get on planet. Oh. Nonetheless, the less people know that we're going on planet, the better. Fine, it's their job. I figured they'd want additional precautions. Somewhere, the entire Ramsemtem Council sneezes as <laughs> we do the exact opposite of what was explicitly. No, 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 no. It was reverse psychology. They wanted us here. <laughs> hey, they said don't go to the capital. We're not going to the capital. Yeah, we're not. Well, going they to the also capital. said don't go to the elf plan, but 
They said a lot of things. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, who cares what they said? They, yeah, screw they clearly they didn't know? mean it, and they suck. All right. So you're following Vivi. As we knew we would. Okay. All right. You watch her begin to kind of turn her ship, which seems to be quite maneuverable. And you watch as she begins to head to the planet. And she stays uncloaked until you get the sense like she's entering like the gravitational pull of the planet. And then she cloaks. Given, like, is there anything mechanically we can do to, to hide ourselves? Signal, otherwise, like, dampening our signal, that kind of stuff. You could not scan. But, we but have I need to a scan. scan to know where she's we going. We have to scan, yeah. basically. Um, unless, unless you think you have really good eyeballs. To see an invisible thing? I have no eyeballs. Flying through yep. space? Yeah. Yep. Can I do two quick things with everybody prior to us doing this? One, I want it very clear that we need to be other people for the entire duration of our time here pick a secret identity pick another persona i don't care what we are not dr len we are not eisen we are somebody else for now there are not many of me i understand but at the very least can we not make it so easy that a name being passed around will tie you back okay speaking of names as he's flying in it's probably good to mention now that if my name gets on a list like the registration list, it could cause problems for us in the future in the way of assassins. But, you know, that's just if that happens in the future. Let's carry on. And he just like, <laughs> what in the hell is, do you people do? <laughs> Zeha looks at you, Aizen, for a long moment. And then she doesn't say anything and turns back around. And second point of order... What are we doing with Grace? She gets in the box. Grace stays in the box. Get in the box. <laughs> What's in the box? She's been in the box. <laughs> we can't trust her on the ship with these guys. She'll be gone by the end of the day. She has to come with us. She All has right, to. So she's with us. That's going to be interesting. All right, cool. We can put a mask on the box. <laughs> we'll just write I just shame basically on the to box. Have the plans. It'd be fine. No one will look in the shame box. In the future, they don't have pet rocks. They have pet boxes. So. <laughs> Just the eyes on the box. <laughs> yep. The guides are going to be like, huh, they're lugging a giant metal box in. <laughs> That's strange. Not that big. Okay. <laughs> Waffles said it can go in a backpack easy. Yeah. That's true. All right. Tetsu scanning. Give me a computer's check then as we begin this descent. If we want to determine what the best course of action is going to be, I can either give a bonus to our speed or to the science officer's check. Me. Science, I, I don't need speed, I need ma maneuverability. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, in that case, um, Moat will work to uh, divert power to the scanners. And I will give Aizen a boost. I'll take my seat next to him and I'll just casually again, ignoring his comment. Uh, Easy enough, you got it. Just cross Plus my two. legs and just say, you got this. Can I help someone or how does not doing anything work? <laughs> you can, uh, you can't directly aid anybody like you can't help Eisen fly but you can take two engineering actions or two science officer actions if you oh. want you can't take the same action twice but you can and actually sorry you can't take two engineer actions like you can't divert power twice like because power is only going one way but you can scan and lock on or if there's another engineering action that isn't diverting power you can do that you can balance shields as a science officer while Tetsu is scanning like that kind of thing Oh, then I'll yeah, be a second science on. officer. Perfect. Yeah. 
but there's nothing for you to do. I'm going to be a second science officer. <laughs> Until y'all hit a tree. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm taking plus one from the computer because uh, our ship has one. Okay. This is going to be... It's really good. Okay. The DC is going to be plus five. So, like, 26, 27, 29. Okay. I all Pretty rolled sure almost max. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You have her blip showing up on your radar as you enter, like, proper atmosphere. Zeha successfully aids Aizen, it looks like. Yep. All right. Aizen, your first roll. 26 total. 26 is good enough for the first roll as you're entering atmosphere. You you see basically she's taking almost like a flat nosedive, but she's as you're able to keep up with her and like you're watching her on the scanner, you're having to make these like rather sudden turns, like at least for your ship, like you're going two spaces and making this sudden turn. And while she's like taking a nosedive, she is her ship has much more maneuverability first of all, and she is you get the sense she's following a very specific path. I'm basically treating this as if I'm blind in a storm, like it back home when you have to fly in the middle of like a blizzard that goes into fire, that goes into acid. Like you can only fly through that when you're like blind with a slipstream. And like, that's what I'm doing is I'm just kind of drifting and like figuring out where to not be. For sure. As you guys break atmosphere, you see this planet and it's Idari was like amazing. Uh, This is probably like one of the most beautiful in terms of like forest plant kind of planets you've seen like the water is very blue clear the forest have like this they're like green but they also have like a teal tinge to them and it's just like everything's also just big the mountains are huge like the trees are half the size of the mountains and just everything's just like giant sized overgrown forest as you break this atmosphere Oh, what's all that blue stuff? That is water. Water. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know that. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> are, are you? Even if you weren't, it'd be fine. Hey, look, I get one thing that I don't know. Let's go into round two. Helping Tetsu again. Boot. Uh, I need a plus two. roll. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So, so you make it, you're able to help Tetsu. Which, by the way, it's a natural 16, so uh, it's like 27. Yeah, 27. Yeah, I mean, y'all know the DCs. Okay. Yep, still just plus five. For trying to follow this inv- invisible person but they're like you get the sense tetsu like they're purposely also like distributing low range signal that way you can keep up with them like their countermeasures are down basically yeah they're mm-hmm. helping yeah looks like seha aids eyes and again no big deal 24 total with the help from seha okay this one's a little tougher you get down like halfway to the forest proper and about halfway through your trip you you're keeping her on the scanner you're keeping her on the scanner she's got this small ship and you watch as she takes this very specific path kind of like through a cloud and then you watch the scanner lose her for a second and you don't get the sense of tetsu because he's like he's been calling out like northwest 10 degree like just sitting here calling out exactly where she is and eventually like you lose her for a second and you get the sense that the only place she could be is under you. Like, she took a nosedive almost immediately. And you catch up to her, but it was rough. And you get the sense it's just going to get harder as you guys are heading basically, like, right to a mountain. Oofta. Oh, oh, no fear. Round. Come on, moat. 
We've had good rolls, and now it's the last round. Roll a 14, so that means it's a 25. <laughs> All right. Mode is boosting. Plus 10 for me. Oh, Aizen, don't forget, you can take a computer, I think, uh, the plus one for computer on that. Your chicks. Nah, Grace is dead. You said we get the plus one. <laughs> 27 again. Okay. Nice. Your crew is behind you, Aizen. Ooh, all right, hey, we got 18. the easy 18. job. Yeah, we do. 18 will help. I thought that was a pilot. If I can take a plus one from the computer, I will this time. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Ooh, oh, yes. Bom, bom. Yeah, so that's... All right, that's a 28. A yeah, 28. Okay. Dr. Lin, you did great. I know, I'm very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you were just uh, mimicking Zeha in combat. <laughs> but, easy enough, Aizen, you're able to keep her on the scanner even like she's on the end of the scanner but it's not as hard you didn't lose her this time and you guys watch Aizen do some pretty crazy piloting for like how big your ship is compared to hers as you guys very like Star Wars-ish begin to go between two mountains eventually you cut where the river cuts and you watch the mountains open up immediately into thick trees, which scrape your ship a little as Aizen pulls up, like scrape the bottom of your ship. They're trees to a starship. You're completely fine. It like damages your shield one point. Eventually, you watch as she slows down on the scanner, uncloaks, and very slowly takes you to where you're going to land. You get the sense that if she uncloaked, you're probably safe. I uh, pat you once on the shoulder Aizen as I stand up like you'd like one of those like almost like I'm using you to stand up but it's like also <laughs> a pat <laughs> ah. <laughs> no and then and then she just kind of nods to you good flying and then she goes to get ready it's nothing compared to when the ship is actually covered in acid and fire while you're actively flying take a compliment <laughs> <laughs> does everybody have your fake names and identities as Zeha asked kind of that question over the crew that's where we will go ahead and take our break as the oh, ship begins God. to land. <laughs> so everybody can think of their <laughs> secret identities. 